0: So now please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast where we ponder and proclaim the Sunday Mass readings. We are opening up a new month. In fact, this Sunday opens up officially October 1st, the month of the Holy Rosary. And it's beautiful on this Sunday. We also remember the feast of St. Therese of the Sioux, St. Therese of the Child Jesus, of the Holy Face of Jesus. And so we're going to close with a special prayer Uh, for St. Therese and to St. Therese as we gather on this 1st of October, but also in this beautiful collection of readings for the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time, year A. There's a focus of turn, turn, turn. Are we consistent or are we constantly in conversion? And I really hope that we're constantly in conversion to conform our ways, our thoughts, our actions, our words, and our deeds to the Lord himself. Let's begin with the Collect Prayer coming from this 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And beautiful, sets our mind, sets our thoughts into what do we want? What do we want from the church? What do we want from the Lord? We want to achieve eternal life. That's not done on our own merits. It's in in our turning to the Lord. So let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasures of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. And so we're asking for those treasures of heaven to be heirs to the treasures of heaven. And I think what a great An advocate for us is St. Therese, doctor of the church and a beloved saint in our times to intercede for us to receive that gift of eternal life. Well, Let's go to the readings today. And the first reading for the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time is a reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, you say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair, or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity that he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, He shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins that he has committed, he surely shall live. He shall not die. The word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm is Psalm 25. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. The sins of my youth and my frailties remember not. In your kindness, remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Our second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, If there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing. Do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory, Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interests, but also for those of others. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The Word of the Lord. Our Gospel reading is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we look to these readings of a theme that I came up with, you know, turn, turn, turn. We hear these words a few times in the first reading, and then are you consistent or do you have a constant conversion, a constant conversion? And so As we read and hear and ponder these readings, let's not be so quick to look at others, because it can be very easy to look at others in the world who maybe have a lot of lip service, we call it. They have a lot of words that they say about what they think or what they're going to do or even what they believe in. And we're certainly in a political season right now where elections will be coming up in another month. And so there are a lot of words that are being shared, certainly through social media, through the little newscasts that are going on, through all of the different uh, sound bites. But what's the meat behind the words? What are the actions that you're actually going to do? Yeah, you may say a lot of words. So let's not look so quickly to other people's words. Let's look back at ourselves. What are my words? What are the words that I say? And and what are the actions that I take? So in the prophet Ezekiel's writings, we, we hear the Lord even say, you say that the Lord is not fair, that his way is not fair. But hear, house of Israel, about real fairness. And we talk about the virtuous one who turns away and commits iniquity and dies. It's because of that iniquity. Maybe they've been righteous their whole lives and they're just staying, they're just saying they're righteous, but they begin to commit iniquities and wickedness that will cause us to die. But if one turns and has a conversion, and turns away from the wickedness, and does what is right, that one will preserve his or her life. Surely he will live. Surely he will not die. You know, there's this this beautiful gift of mercy that we're not always stuck. If I am offending God, which aren't we all? doing that in our lives at one time or another, or maybe often in in the little sins or the big sins that we commit, we can choose to change. We can change. We're not planted in one place. We can grow. And so when we know the mercy of God, when we know the love of God, we're invited to take part in that love. And that love and mercy causes us to desire to change, to become more like God. In the responsorial psalm, we recognize the mercy of God in the words, remember your mercies, O Lord. You know, we're calling out for God's mercy. But when we call out for God's mercy, are we willing to change? We can ask for God's forgiveness, But if we're going to stay so stubborn in doing the same thing over and over and over again and not be willing to change, we've got to evaluate our words and actions. We're asking for the Lord to guide us in his truth, teach us, and recognizing that God is our Savior in the Responsorial Psalm. We're recognizing that the Lord is good and upright, that he shows sinners the way. The question is, do I recognize I'm a sinner and will I follow that way? Am I willing to take the way of the Lord? Am I willing to turn, turn, turn? We see in the letter of St. Paul, boy, there's so much here. But again, Paul is asking for us to be of the same mind. And how do we do that? He says, with the same love. And I think that's where I really want to focus in because I think about the love of Therese. St. Therese Everything that she did was so filled with love of Jesus. And so Paul is calling his community, the Philippians here in this letter and us even today, to have the same mind of God is to be filled with his love, to be united in heart and thinking one thing, and not to be thinking of yourself but he goes on to say but of those others to be thinking of others and to regard others he even goes as far as to say as more important than yourselves boy that's a hard act to follow sometimes and yet that's the call really in this letter is starting to uh, to give the philippians and to give us today. This is the way of the Christian life. So in the gospel of Matthew, we hear this challenge again to the leaders of the church from Jesus, and he's in the temple, so he's teaching, and he's asking the chief priests, okay, here's another lesson. What is your opinion? And he gives them this story of the Man, the father, who has two sons. And he asks both sons to go and work in the vineyard. And as a son, you should love your father and obey your father, honor your father and your mother. This is one of the commandments that God gave to Moses. So the elders and the priests would know that we would honor our father and we would do obediently what our father asks of us. And so one son says, no, I'm not going to do it. And maybe he's just thinking, oh, I've got so many plans for the day. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And so his words say one thing, what I really want to do, but yet then he says he changed his mind you know, sometimes we say things so quickly, do we stick with those words? Maybe that came rashly out of our mouth and we hadn't had time to really think what our response should be. What would be the really true and honest and right response? We think so quickly and we speak so quickly. this is the this is the disease of social media is that we quickly type up a reply. We quickly chat to one another and we say these things. What's the heart behind what we say? And so the one son changes his mind and he goes and obediently follows the invitation of his father. And yet the other son says that he's going to obey. Oh, I'll obey. But he goes off and does whatever he wants. So his words do not follow, well, the actions don't follow the words. He has the words, he has the lip service to his father, and the chief priests and the elders have the lip service. They're doing the actions of righteousness. In fact, they're saying all of the laws, yet when they come into the presence of the truth, Will they conform their ways? And so Jesus is pointing out, yeah, you got it right in the story, but see, tax collectors and prostitutes are going to come into the kingdom of God before you because they saw they, they saw love. You know, this is what we heard in the letter from St. Paul is there was an experience of God's love which changes the heart, which changes the mind. See, one son really loved the father. And even though his words maybe were disobedient to the father, his heart, oh, I love my father, and I'm going to do what my father asks me to do. And yet that second son didn't fully have a love of the father. He went and selfishly did what he chose to do. And Jesus is calling those chief priests and elders out as that second son who may say the right thing, but isn't doing and following with a sense of love. Even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. Jesus is saying, you saw John the Baptist you did not believe him. Jesus is giving them an opportunity to change, and yet they are not changing their ways. How do we change our ways? We change our ways through humility. Of course, We look at St. Therese of Lisieux, if we know her life, I'm not going to get into it today. There's a beautiful movie that's produced by St. Luke Productions that's on the life of St. Therese, that humility comes out of love. St. Therese, our blessed mother, is the greatest example of humility. So I want to read to you just a little section in, in Conversation of God to close this up about humility and love. As we come into this month of October, here we are into the 26th Sunday in ordinary time, October 1st, the Feast of St. Therese, the month of the Holy Rosary. Will we grow in humility? Will we grow in a greater love of Jesus, his church, the angels, and the saints, our Blessed Mother, of one another? So this is what it says here. The Lord himself teaches us by example. To carry out the will of the Father, Christ inaugurated the kingdom of heaven on earth and revealed to us the mystery of that kingdom. By his obedience, he brought about redemption. This is a quote from the Second Vatican Council, Lumen Gentium. In the second reading for today's Mass, St. Paul emphasizes how Jesus revealed his love for us through obedience. Quote, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. This is what we read today from the letter to the Philippians. The Romans and the Jews considered crucifixion to be the most degrading form Of execution. Consequently, it was a punishment reserved for slaves and the worst of criminals. What a profound mystery lies in the fact that the Son of God chose to do the will of God the Father, even to this utterly humiliating extent. The most humiliating form of death, death on a cross, Jesus Christ himself, following the Father's will. He's not doing this outside of the God's will. Everything that Jesus does, the second person of the Holy Trinity does out of the love and the divine providence of the Father. And here's the beautiful sentence. Christ obeyed out of love. Not out of duty, not out of I'm going to following this law. No, Christ obeys. The son obeys the father out of love. That's the point of all of this. That's the point of Therese's life. It's love. If you look at this St. Therese there's a holy card right here that I have. And it says this quote, my mission to make God loved will begin after my death. Says Therese, I will spend my heaven doing good on earth. I will let fall a shower of roses. Those roses are a, 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 a symbol, a reminder of God's love my mission, Therese says, to make God loved. Will that be your mission? Is that my mission? How is that your mission to make God loved? Is it in how you say your words? Is it in how you act in daily life? The actions that come from love, not out of fear, not out of some sort of I'm going to earn something because I do these actions, not out of selfishness, but will our actions come from being that obedient son who will sometimes need to change his or her mind? Sons and daughters sometimes need to change our minds to follow the divine law and love of God, the divine will of God. We're going to have to be constantly converting our hearts because there's so much in the world that grasps on us to change our ways so that we are disobedient. And yet will we follow the love of the Lord? I'm going to close with this beautiful prayer to St. Therese on this feast day, October 1st, which we begin a beautiful month and we recognize this Carmelite nun and ask for her intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. A prayer to St. Therese. O little Therese of the child Jesus, who during your short life became a mirror of angelic purity, love of God, and wholehearted abandonment to his will, now that you possess the Lord you so deeply loved, plead my case before his holy throne. Make my troubles your own. You promised to spend your heaven doing good upon earth. Intercede for me in my hour of need. Mention your need right here. If it is for the greater glory of God and the good of my soul, dear little flower, obtain for me the blessing that I may have strength in the trials of life and be defended. At the hour of my death, lead me to a happy eternity. Amen. St. Therese of the child Jesus, pray for us. Have a blessed week, a blessed month of the Holy Rosary. St. Therese, pray for us. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie. Reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.